everyone to Graveside Picnic. And what? who is this disembodied voice coming through your headphones right now? It's Carlo. And I'm speaking to you from the other dimension without the, the, the benefit of neuro-interference. This is a transmission directly into your dream. And with me in this dream, or is it nightmare, are two guests. Do you want to introduce yourselves hello ghouls and boils uh, <laughs> I, i'm working on my uh horror host uh intro uh that was good that was yeah good. that was good it's, that was it's good. uh it's me your your friendly neighborhood chris hey All it's right. it's me anti-kurt on the other side of the mirror everything's good over here a little bit fucked up a little bit weird but uh why don't you come on over come through the mirror it's totally chill everything's cool or, or, we got or a just pool. invite or just invite you over. It's it's fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Come on in. I'll, I'm I'm happy to, to come over to your place too. <laughs> yeah. And uh, today, uh, if the if you haven't read the uh, the episode title or haven't guessed from what we're yammering about right now, um, we are going to be covering John Carpenter's 1987 cult classic, The Prince of Darkness: The Secret of the Ooze. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. And what a and what a secret it is. And what an ooze it is, too. It's very uh, oozy. <laughs> um I had never seen this before and so thank you thank you for uh suggesting it. Um because I it was it was great. It was different. Very different from what I was expecting. I read um a Wikipedia synopsis of it some time ago and I was like this doesn't sound that that interesting. Um, and it's one of those it's one of those movies where like I feel like the Wikipedia synopsis doesn't actually really convey what the movie's like at all. Right, uh, it's very different. Different than I was expecting. A great deal. yeah. It's it's also so, kind of singular for a Carpenter movie too. I think. Um, how so? Well, so his his other movies um, tend to be a little bit more straightforward. Like you know, there's a supernatural element. It's coming to get you. That kind of stuff. And, and I. I, I know that sounds like I'm downplaying Carpenter's other films, which are, are, is absolutely not the case because the thing is not only what, like maybe the best horror movie ever, but also might be one of the best movies ever made. So I, you know, I, I, I do hold Carpenter in, in the high esteem, but this one is just uh, a lot different vibes than his other uh, movies. I, I, I think. Yeah. And the pacing is a bit different too. Like I was, I kept expecting, I kept waiting for the part where the movie would like really completely, go into like John Carpenter land and just get like full, you know, pedal to the floor. Yeah. Um, but it kind of has like a dreamlike quality, almost like a, almost like a Fulci film or something like that. It's got well, like, it's got some aspects of that. I feel like. Yeah. And and that was kind of my, uh, if hot take that I was came up with on this, this viewing was that this is kind of Carpenter's, answer to the Italian horror exploitation stuff in the 70s and 80s, which got, you know, way more gruesome with the violence, way more, um, as you say, you know, dreamlike uh, or, or uh, as, um, you know, particularly with Fulci, uh, Lucio Fulci movies. Um, and I feel like this is Carpenter, you know, maybe if, uh, kind of absorbing that and, and putting it back out, but with a, a Carpenter sheen uh, on top of it. Uh, so things like the, you know, it's, it's much grosser than most other Carpenter movies. Like there's a lot more um, gore and bodily humor or not humor, uh, horror. Uh, <laughs> that's the, that's yeah. the other, that's the other uh, genre. Exactly. <laughs> there's yeah. body horror and there's body humor. It's yes. fine. Yes. His, he's very phlegmatic when he was making this. Um, 
I don't know that I don't know that I like totally agree about it being um, more gory per se. I do think that the way that it's presented is a lot different. Um, Like I I feel like uh, there's there's shots in this where it just kind of like lingers and goes on and on and on. And like it's not necessarily that there is like I, I mean, like if you compare it to something like the thing which has these very, very gory effects shots um, that there's to kind of like form the texture of the movie towards so that like by the end of the movie, everything is all oozy and fucked up and weird. Um, And, you know, you just kind of get this nasty, gross feeling um, from it. And in this, like there's a lot more, I, I, I don't know. I, I was really struck by some of the shots of just kind of like people's faces on a black background. So, for instance, that scene where the I forget his name, the blonde guy with the mullet um, is like outside and and goes, hello, I've got a message for you and you're not going to like it. And and then he just kind of like collapses into himself, um, just kind of like goes on and on and on. Um, and uh, it was that felt very uncarpenter to me, and that really gave me like a weird like giallo um, feel to it. Hey everyone, what you just heard is a preview of our latest exclusive episode. To hear the rest and to access our entire catalog of exclusive content, as well as our patrons-only Discord chat, become a patron at patreon.com slash podsidepicnic. That's where you can support our work and make sure you get access to everything we do. Patreon.com slash podsidepicnic.